Kia ora, I'm Andrew Whiteside. Auckland Theatre Company has a new production opening this month called Scenes from a Yellow Peril, Scenarios for the Assimilated Asian. It was written by Nathan Zhou, a Chinese Kiwi playwright, and is described as a political stream of consciousness. I'm keen to know what that means, so I sat down with Nathan to talk about the show. Nathan, Joe, really nice to talk to you, uh, and you're um, in the middle of rehearsing for this, yes, uh, this show. Yes, that is correct. We just um, jumped, I just jumped away from, we were rehearsing like a kind of a musical sequence at mm-hmm. the moment with the band, so we were just running that because it's the first week the band, the full band's been in, and they're just kind of getting used to the play and how much is too much music and how loud is too loud to work with. <laughs> the the title of the of the show is really quite interesting, somewhat provocative. So I'm just wondering yeah. if you can if you can explain that title and also why you wanted to write this show. The title is definitely intentionally provocative. I've always been um kind of curious and intrigued by the kind of usage of yellow peril. More from a I mean it's not really something you hear, you know, contemporary like the modern man using it much at all. You know, it's it's a very outdated term, but I, I'm really fascinated by language as a general thing and like what it means to reclaim language. And, you know, both as an Asian person and as a queer person, that's like a twofold amount of like kind of spicy vocabulary things that you can either choose to omit or engage with. And Yellow Peril has always been a kind of fascinating one because it, it kind of inspires and kind of conjures up such strange connotations and it's so deeply oriental mm-hmm. in a way as well, mm-hmm. and kind of mysterious. So the title of the play was a, an attempt to engage with that. So from a staging point of view, uh, is mm. this is would you say that this is a traditional play? No, I mean, I mean that's a, I always get quite caught up in this element of it because I think in many ways it, it's almost very traditional or very classic because it kind of harks back intentionally or unintentionally it's hard to say but it kind of harks back to like i think the epic poems and epic plays of like ancient greece theater ancient greek theater because it's so choral and so much of it is poetry so in many ways it's actually very old-fashioned but as far as like the contemporary lens is concerned it feels very um a bit a a little bit experimental i think for the context of the auckland theater um asb waterfront theater Mm -hmm. you know having a person sort of essentially recite poetry or address the audience isn't super common in a stage like that yes but i think within like an independent theater like a smaller space you know these sort of plays aren't also massively uncommon and i think overseas there'd be many theater makers who experiment with a sort of poetic non-narrative form where actors aren't necessarily playing characters but kind of imbuing themselves with i suppose the ideas of the script so I'm curious about your story. So you're described as uh, a Chinese Kiwi. W- were you were you born here in New Zealand? Yeah, in Christchurch, Otatahi. And yeah. your uh, your parents were immigrants from China. Was that the? Uh, my mum's side is. My dad's been here like a couple of generations. Which is true of a lot of Chinese New Zealanders. Mm, yeah, they go back generations and, and generations. Absolutely, especially in that kind of South Island way. That's sort of the classic. Yeah, the kind of early farmers market, all that kind of. We don't quite go back that far, but there's a definite lineage. Even, even the gold mines going back. Mm, you know, mm. Many many people um, trace lineage back back yeah. to those days in the in the 1800s. So so in terms of this uh, the the journey of the of the story that you're telling, um, how much of you and your story is wrapped up in that in mm. that as well? Folded into it is it, like particularly I think the poetry stuff 
is quite profoundly confessional and right. like it almost relies funnily enough on my presence being there mm-hmm. like even if i'm even if i wasn't performing it i think the kind of um the felt presence of the playwright's voice is uh inescapable part of this particular play because one like i've got a very particular way i frame things and a very particular lens as a person so i think that imbues it with a sort of um flavor so to speak and i think a lot of that's like around being ironic actually there's a sort of tinge of irony that's (laughs) deeply me but also there are moments that i kind of use the eye like in terms of the first person stuff that like there is a poem that is essentially about why I can't invite my parents to a play like this. That's not to say I never could, but sort of an examination yeah. around, you know, I, I think as a Asian, East Asian artist and one who has got not a terrible relationship with my parents, but it's kind of fraught in ways that means that I can't be fully honest with them. And I think part of the, 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 the many facets of when we talk about racism, isn't just like Asian people against white people, but also like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the things that we haven't, um, reconciled with our own culture and our own family. So, is that partly about your queer journey as well? Um, in this context, no, specifically, but maybe like subtextually, you could mm-hmm. absolutely read that, and it wouldn't be like incorrect. It's not something I name so much in in this work, but the general sort of air of cultural differences from like you know being brought up in a Western context versus mm. maybe kind of older classical kind of Chinese values differently. There's a butting of heads there and yeah, and uh, like a almost a generational gap more than it is a cultural gap at times as well. You mentioned that uh, the tension between your parents. So is do, do you feel that, that that is what most people go through with their families or is there an extra dimension because of uh, this, this clash of cultures between your culture and mm. the, the dominant New Zealand white culture or is there something more playing through there uh, you don't have to answer this if you don't wish to because it's quite personal <laughs> <laughs> it's quite personal but it's nothing like it's the thing of almost when you do a work like this you open yourself up to having these kind of questions asked and these sort of things being read and I think that's like part of this work is how much are you willing to display and how, how open are you willing to be because in a way, the work's vulnerability is also it's part of its um charm. So yeah, I think and strength, yeah, and you it risks becoming like overly sentimental or overly um earnest, at, you know, at worst. But I think there's also like a bravery in being like deeply earnest that you know Kiwis are quite scared of. Yeah, well, well, good on you for for, for bringing it up. I th- I couldn't agree with you more. Um, um, but I guess to answer the question, um, I think the the stuff with the parents. I, I think Asian, and I, I'd say POC broadly, people will probably identify it slightly more with because of like a bit of cultural specificity. But I think, you know, being a citizen of New Zealand and, and not knowing, you know, how how to be a citizen of New Zealand, like how do we be, how to be a good citizen in New Zealand and what that means, I think, is like a through line that anyone watching the work, Asian or otherwise, will hopefully contend with. I think the early bits of the play, that might not be the case. I think it's more specifically about, look, East Asian experiences of racism. It kind of shifts, I believe, into a space where we all can engage with it and all engage with, like, on a, I, I believe in a deeply existential level, like, what, what makes us good citizens? 
of a country of a society actually yeah i hope i hope yeah well that's really good and uh, i suppose just in a nutshell what the final thing i wanted to ask you is what what do you hope your audience uh, will come out of that theater thinking and feeling i I hope with a an appreciation of the importance of using language like with, with good intentions if that makes sense to not be flippant about the language they use whether that's like you know, language that is harmful or helpful, I think there's something to be said of like meaning what you say and saying what you mean, which is again can be something that sounds really glib and cliche, but actually I think fundamental to how we and you know in 2022 when language and um, I suppose um, journalism and writing and speaking has sort of all become a bit of a white noise and at worst. And it's like, how do we reclaim language and make it honest again? And how do we make communication and openness, which is all part of language? You know, how do we connect as people and talk to each other in words or otherwise and mean it? I think it's really important to the, the crux of the work, if they can do that. You know, if people can come out of the show with that, I suppose, like, yeah, like groundedness and going, yeah, I will talk to my loved ones and I'll talk to my friends and my family with and be open and not flippant and really listen and also really say what I need to say, I think. I'd be pretty happy with that, even if it's just for that night after the show. That was Nathan Joe talking about Auckland Theatre Company's new play, Scenes from a Yellow Peril, Scenarios for the Assimilated Asian. Uh, He wrote it. It opens on the 21st of June 2022 in Auckland. Now, on my website, you'll find plenty more interviews, reviews, and lots of my opinion on a variety of topics. That's andrewwhiteside.com. Please go visit. Um, Subscribe to my newsletters while you're there, if you wish. They're very good. They come out uh, weekly, fortnightly, or monthly. Uh, And if you want to support my journalism, uh, you can do so by buying me a coffee. There are links to how to do that on the website, and I would much appreciate it. I am Andrew Whiteside. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you soon.